0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday to you all. Welcome to another episode of the Biofiles Files Ask Nick Edition. I'm your host, Nick. Um uh, joined by my producer Chrissy Chrissy how are you doing
1: I'm doing good it's a good thing it's ask Nick and you're the host Nick so that makes a lot of sense
0: yeah you know uh just in case any of you are confused <laughs> I'm Nick uh, nice to meet you all uh I don't do I need a maybe I should have, maybe I don't have to introduce myself anymore I don't I that seems dumb it seems yeah it's nice
1: it's nice you never uh, know if you have a new listener how are you doing what's going on with all this Instagram stuff Oh, what do you mean?
0: Oh, my, uh, me being body shamed. You talking about?
1: Yeah. You're being like body shamed. That, on the Instagram.
0: That, was, yeah. that was wild. So, uh, you know, they, they aired Caitlin's recap season last Monday night. So here I am. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have some fun with, you know, like a freaking thirst trap photo and I'm, I, I'm getting dumped on national. Te- I'm reliving my dumpage, uh, on national television. And, uh, so I'm like, hey, I'll post this. And look, I looked really lean. I've been running every day. Um, I look particularly lean in this photo with um, just the way I was standing. And I'll I'll tell you what, I got body shamed like crazy. And like, for those of you who know me, uh, my dear listeners, I think you are aware that I am not lacking in the confidence department when I take my shirt off. And I don't, I only say that because like, it, I, I hate to admit how much it bugged me. Like it really bothered me. Like people were just like telling me how I should eat, that I look sick, co- questioning my mental health. It was uh it it got to me, it bugged me. And uh, yeah, because it, you
1: put so much effort into being healthy and doing what's good for your body. So for people to judge you on it,
0: it was, it was just what it really made me think about my episode with, with Megan tanjas about, how we're so quick to like just point out appearances. And, and again, I only, I posted obviously a, a, another, it was like, it was an excuse to post another shirtless photo. Let's be honest. But um it just like, listen, the point is if it can get to me, I I it really, and I don't lack confidence. And again, I'm fine, but man, it, uh, it definitely bugged me. It's like you read these comments and you want to like scream out loud, but, but I'm doing this or, or it was just the photo, and it's just like it affected my mental health. I am embarrassed to admit that. I don't like – I do not like admitting that the Internet gets to me, but I felt maybe it would be beneficial to acknowledge it. And, again, just be mindful when you're out there or or even when you see a friend uh, and you want to first comment on their appearance. Like, ooh, you're looking a little thin. Or whatever you want to say, just know that, like, you might fuck them up in their head a little bit. So just
1: uh And you're ask a strong person. Feeling. You're a strong person. And there Again. might be people doing that to people who don't have the mental capacity to be able to take it and kind of brush it off. And that's uh, even more terrible.
0: Well that's that's kinda why I put I I'm fine, people. I, I I'm not looking for pity or sympathy and I, I don't need you to DM me to tell me uh to compliment me if that's if you're so inclined. I I'm okay. But it uh it really was uh um it really was something. Um, so, so, anyways, just a, a great uh, opportunity just to remind people, um, hey, you know, try not to like fuck up someone's day because <laughs> you you want to comment on their physical appearance. And it, you know, uh, it's it's really fascinating this podcast how how, uh, how educated I've become and, and more more intuned and um, uh, I. I don't want to seem like some, like, overly sensitive person. And I even get defensive saying that it bothered me. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. But uh, it's a nice segue into uh, our episode today. My loving sister Maria is joining us. I know you all loved uh, uh, when she was on uh, in the past, so we're bringing her back. Um, she shares some great, uh, you know, uh, dietary tips uh, about uh, some... You know, we have a way of cutting things out of her diet and, and doing some drastic changes. And she has some helpful tips about that before we get into some new calls. But uh, I always enjoy Maria joining. Uh, I know you guys do as well, especially when she gives some of her holistic nutrition uh, tip, uh, tidbits for free. And um, so, yeah. And again, Maria, I've said this before. Maria is someone I know uh, she got in this whole bit because she's a, a tall woman and, and people would call her big. Um, and that made her self-conscious about her weight. And, um, uh, it's really kind of fascinating and, and not a great way about how we can do things. So, you know, uh, I know people will be like, oh, oh, you can't say anything without offending someone. Listen, I'm not offended. It's just, uh, um, just be careful because, uh, you can hurt, you can hurt people's feelings. And again, imagine doing all this work and working out or eating right. And then you know, changing how you feel because uh, changing how you look based on and and you feel great about it and you're confident or maybe you put on some weight, you know, whatever it is, and then someone um, critiques it, that can really set you back in terms of feeling good about the progress you've made. Does that make sense? Am I just rambling, Chrissy? I don't know.
1: You make sense.
0: Uh, Anyways, um, as always, people, I love you. Thanks for listening. Um, Let's get to Maria and some of our callers. Don't forget to send in your questions at ask Nick at cast cats with a K. Uh, always looking for some fresh, juicy, uh, questions. And, uh, lastly, uh, we sincerely appreciate you uh, talking about our podcast, sharing it on your social that helps immensely. And, um, it means a lot to us. So, uh, thanks for thanks to those who have done it. And, um, we, we will try to keep giving you guys shout outs when you do. Uh, if there's nothing else, Chrissy, let's uh, let's just get to it.
1: Let's do it. Let's bring on Maria.
0: The world is changing, people. We're staying inside. We still need to work. We still need to run our businesses. And as you guys know, uh, ShipStation is near and dear to my heart uh, because of how we get things done with natural habits. Listen, uh, shipping is a huge part of every business, doesn't matter how big or how small. Uh, now more than ever. Uh, in terms of getting products out uh, to your customers in an efficient way, affordable way. Uh, Customer service, always very important. And again, ShipStation helps you do that uh, with a lot of ease. So whether you're shipping USPS, FedEx, UPS, Uh, even Amazon Fulfillment. ShipStation has you covered. It's the number one choice for online sellers. Again, for me, uh, I use it every day. Every order that goes out is through ShipStation. I get analytics. I get reports. uh, It helps me control my shipping costs. It's fantastic. And right now, VileFile listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use offer code VIA. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in V I A L L. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter code V I A L L. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Warby Parker. Uh, listen, Warby Parker. I I I'm wearing Warby Parkers right now. Uh, I use them for for blue light. I'm on my phone all the time. On my computer. Uh, thank God I have great eyes and perfect vision, but I also look sexy with Warby Parker, uh, glasses. You're not wrong. (laughs) They have a cool store in Venice. I've popped in. I got my first pair of Warby Parkers in. Uh, if you're looking for amazing frames to, that look stylish, uh, make you look kind of like, you know, sexy, sophisticated, hot Warby Parker has you covered. Um, I get a ton of compliments when I wear them. And if you need help choosing frames, take a quiz, answer a few quick questions, and they'll suggest some great looking glasses that are totally personalized to fit your face in style. Uh, they're amazing quality. I mean, I know frames can get super expensive, um, and Warby Parkers are totally appropriately priced for how high quality they are. Check them out if you're looking for amazing frames. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash V-I-A-L-L. We uh, have my sister Maria on. Maria, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, We thought uh, we would make Maria come back. Uh, We've had her on a few times before and uh, talk about uh, health and wellness as she is a holistic nutritionist. And I know a lot of you enjoyed having her on, so we wanted to bring her back as well as help us answer some fan questions. Well, before we get into our, uh, our callers, I know uh, that the listeners always enjoy some quick tips uh, when it comes to uh, some of our, our, our diets that we're doing. And um, I know you've uh, recently been talking uh, a little bit about a particular topic and thought uh, maybe you could share some insight with our audience.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, one thing I've noticed has been coming up quite a bit in, you know, clients I see and just questions I'll get from people is, you know, uh, like kind of eliminating things from your diet. Um, And this is really popular, I think, as well in just holistic health or nutrition circles is like, oh, you don't digest gluten, get rid of it. You don't digest dairy, get rid of it. You have trouble, you know, with grains, get rid of them. And so a lot of people will come to me being like, well, I've got this list of like six things I eat, right? I eat like salmon, broccoli, berries, you know, whatever it is. And they're, and so they kind of feel one limited on what they can eat. And then two, you know, kind of questioning, like, I am confused on how to continue this, because it doesn't really seem to be sustainable. And I think the bigger question in those situations is, you know, why can't you digest those things? Now, granted, there are some things that are legitimate food allergies, you know, people who are celiac or like have an anaphylactic reaction to like peanuts, right? You can't eat them. But for the most part, you should be if throughout most of your life, you ate these foods, fairly problem free, you should still be able to eat those foods without having massive belly bloat, or having breakouts, or, digestive issues, um, weight gain, all of those things. So the bigger question really is, is like, how is your digestive health? Like taking a really good look at how your body actually like breaks down food and uses it because you can continue to cut foods out. Um, but it's not going to solve the problem. You're just going to have a new food that you then have trouble with. Um, so, you know, some, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, today it was just like little things you can actually do to improve your digestion. Now I'm not saying you do this once or twice and all of a sudden you can eat a loaf of bread, no problem. But these are things that I would suggest people to try doing every day for a while to see if they notice an improvement in digestion or a decrease in symptoms of indigestion or, you know, uncomfortable bathroom situations. Um, So, you know, something as simple as a lot of people might do this, wake up, have hot water with lemon in the morning that really can help kind of get your digestion going right away in the morning. Um, The other thing would be is to try to wake up at the same time every morning. So waking up at the same time. And I know this is hard with like, Why
0: why is that beneficial?
2: Because your body has like certain rhythms. Your body does better if it is in some sort of routine. And so if you wake up six o'clock one morning and you wake up eight or nine the next morning, you're ideally you should be having your elimination time for the most part should be shortly after you wake up. You know, you wake up, you go to the bathroom. Hopefully we're getting rid of a lot of stuff in that bathroom break. Um, but if you change your sleep time, you're not only kind of messing up your cortisol, uh, which is your wake up hormone and your stress hormone, but you're also messing up your digestive Rhythm and routine. So waking up at the same time every morning, starting with you know either warm water or warm water with lemon that can be really helpful. Um, one thing, and this is something I'm really bad at. I know Nick's really bad at, our whole family is really bad at, is uh, slowing down when you eat and like chewing your food because like when you chew your food, you have to think about it. Like your mouth is like the first thing that breaks down those nutrients. Like your stomach doesn't have teeth. Right? So you want really want to break down the food you're eating so that when it gets to your stomach it's not having to do as much work to get to the nutrients that you're eating. So taking time to sit down and be relaxed and chewing as much as possible can really help decrease things like bloating. It also can help decrease things like, you know, gas or discomfort later in the day. Um, so that would be another tip, super simple. You don't need to have anything at home for any of these tips. Um, they're just things that the more you do, the more benefit you notice. Um, the second thing I would say is try as much as possible to combine your food a, a little bit. Um, so that you're not eating these big, huge, complex meals. Um, Most people tend, they find to uh, digest fruit better if it's eaten by itself. So maybe like a smoothie in the morning, Um, but not something that you would eat at the end of a meal. This fruit digests really fast. So uh, being smart with when we eat our fruit. And then the last thing I would say in regards to all of it is really try to eat meals. And I know I've said this before, Um, try to eat meals, not snacking or grazing. So eat your meal, stop, go do life, eat your meal, stop, go do life. Not like eat your meal. Okay. An hour goes by. Okay. Now I'm going to have a handful of nuts or I'm going to have an apple or I'm going to, you know, dig into some chips or something. You're better off eating those foods at a meal and then stopping eating and then giving yourself at least four hours in between meals to give digestion a break. Otherwise, you're just kind of piling food on top of it. And it's never actually able to kind of get through the whole mess of broken down food that you piled in your stomach. So doing little tips like that, I noticed people improving digestion in general. Granted, if there are some pretty significant indigestion things going on. There are some things you can look at and figure out if you have some indigestion things, aside from gas, like if you aren't, I'm just going to say it, if you're not pooping every day, that is some sluggish digestion. We need to get that figured out. If you're pooping more than three times a day, also not great. We got to figure that out. Um, If you're, um, if you eat in an hour or two later, you get super bloated and uncomfortable where like your pants kind of need to be loosened. You got some digestion issues. If you burp a lot, those are digestive issues. And then if you've noticed when um, you eat certain foods, you just have a really dramatic drop in energy. Like you almost feel like you could fall asleep after eating certain foods. Again, that's just kind of weak digestive strength. So those are all kind of indicators and again, they can be indicators of something small that if unaddressed over a length of time can sometimes become something more chronic like heartburn or acid reflux. And so we really want to look at the whole picture and really try to address the key problem versus just removing foods constantly out of your diet because you're going to wind up with spinach and then you'll find a reason why spinach isn't digesting. So. That's my tip.
0: Well, that's very uh, helpful. I hope, uh, hope those listening uh, find that beneficial. Um, I know a lot of our listeners have, have found this really uh, informative. And um, it's amazing how much we can do to help our bodies by just kind of uh, having you know, healthy habits and, and changing some small things. If people wanted to learn more, Maria, and work with you directly, where can they find you?
2: Um, my website's MariaVile.com. and yeah, you can shoot me an email or send a contact thing there. And on Instagram, it's Maria vile health. You can, um, shoot me a DM. And there, if there's a question that like warrants a bit more than just a simple thing, you know, I'd say shoot me an email through my website so we can kind of take a look.
0: What awesome. Can help. Uh, well, uh, thanks for dropping some knowledge, uh, for free, uh, to our listeners. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating, that digestion is, uh, it's also like kale. No one really gave a shit about it 10 years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I was yeah. thinking about like grandma, like grandma was like, our grandma was like missed health, like she put chicken livers in soup, she you barley grain, right? I'm thinking yeah. grandma never had kale. Shit, I don't even think grandma ever had like, like there's certain things now that have become so trendy. It's like, where was kale? Like, no.
0: Yeah. No one, yeah, 30 like years no, ago, one, no one talked about your digestion. Uh,
2: no, and I think a lot of times there was just some innate habits that, like, sure. we as with society have gotten worse. We're late night eaters, there's more fast food, there's more crap in our food, right? Like, back then, organic was food, right? They weren't like, well, where's the organic section? All of their food was right. So, times change, food industry changes, our habits change, but. Yeah, it's simple stuff, right? It's not taking super expensive supplements. It's not, you know, um, doing these really drastic detoxes. I mean, sometimes certain cleanses can definitely help, but it's really just like these really small things that if you just start with that, you'll probably notice some benefits. And then if there's, you know, bigger rocks in the water, like you know, we can work on getting those out for
0: sure. Uh, well, thanks for sharing. Uh, let's say we uh, get to these uh, questions, shall we? Sounds good. Always appreciate you guys listening, and we certainly always need your questions. So don't forget to email us at uh, asknicacasmy.com cast with a K, and um, we'd love to have you on the show. And uh, if there's nothing else, let's get to it.
1: What's your time with me? Let's ask Nick
0: your
3: sexy questions. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. How can we help? Um, I'm Catherine. I am 24. Hi, Catherine. Hi, we Catherine. I have a weird relationship. Um, so my boyfriend is 10 years older than me. We've been okay. dating for about three years. Um, and pretty recently, he we talked about like how we're not the most happy um, in our relationship. And we've been watching these people on YouTube that are like in a relationship with like three people. And we were like, Hey, what if we try that? Like we've been together for so long <laughs> um, and like we've made it work. Um, What's so, we so long? Trying that. I mean, we've been together for three years, but we've been, I mean, we've been friends for, most of my life. Okay. Um and so we like tried this out and I just I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with it and I've tried to voice that and it hasn't really seemed to be the biggest fan of me voicing that. I'm um, oh, so kinda of to the point of do I just walk away? Do I continue to try to voice my opinion on this or where do I go from here?
0: Yeah. Uh well, I mean, what, why do you, other than you've been with him forever and you're very comfortable with him in your life and in, and in a lot of respects, it's all you know, what are some reasons you would want to stay in the relationship?
3: Uh, I feel like comfortability is a huge part of it.
0: Sure. But that would go back to, again, <laughs> the time. But so other than you're very comfortable with this situation, um, and well, not this situation, but just him being in your life. Yeah. Is there anything else?
3: Um, I mean, not being able to like find the one, like the person that I will settle down with eventually and have kids because it's conversations that we've already had together. Um, so I think that's a big thing is like a goal in my life is to be able to have children. So not finding that person essentially would be a fear.
0: Okay. Well, that's a fear everyone has, and that is normal, Um, but it sounds like this relationship is going down a path that's not going to lead to that anyways. I mean, I'm not saying if you're in a throuple, you can't have kids, but I mean, listen, I don't know a lot about that world, Um, and we talk a lot about non-traditional relationships on this podcast, of which... You know, I think it's fun to explore, and it's such an interesting concept. But uh, as I mentioned in other episodes, you know, whether it's threesomes or throples or whatever, uh, this really truly has to be a mutual decision. You know, um, if it is meant to be a healthy thing for two people, you know, and I don't know the dynamics of a thropple, but again, like every relationship is different, but it has to be mutual. And a lot of times these um, attempts at making these relationships non-traditional are, are often um, instigated by one person more than the other. And then you often have the other person reluctantly going along with it, trying to appease their partner out of fear of losing them and losing the relationship. So uh, that's what it seems to I mean, The fact, you know, the biggest concern is, you expressed this and then he ignored you, right? Um, yeah. It doesn't matter if you agreed to it at one point, you know? Consent uh, about anything in a relationship can always be changed. Um, you have the right to change your mind, even if it's trivial things, um, Not everything you agreed to is written in stone. Even it's as simple as like deciding you don't want to watch a movie you agreed to watch in in the morning. And you're like, "Ah, I'm not in the mood for that anymore. And certainly you have the right to say, I don't want to bring in another person into this relationship. Um, I tried to consider it. It makes me awkward. Um, But this person doesn't seem all that interested in what you want.
2: So can I I ask a, a little bit deeper question? what why are you unhappy why is the relationship unhappy like what about feel, it so i don't know i just feel like
3: it's made me feel more insecure okay um and that like i don't want to say we're long distance but like we're longer than most people like it's an hour drive between our homes um and i feel like now that we've added this person it's just become
2: more attention goes to this other person.
0: So th- this is not like a topic to discuss. Closer. It's happening.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. So this person's already in the relationship. Yeah, it's okay. Then about a month. And okay. and so you initiated the idea of it. He wasn't great with it. This person's in it. Can can I ask no, the no, gender? No, he
0: he initiated it.
2: He and I'm sorry, he initiated. It and You're not thrilled with it. I mean, I went along with it because I was like, "What's the you know what's the
3: worst that could happen?" Yeah.
0: So just he brought it up. You were like, "I guess," and he did it, yeah. and you were like, "No, actually, that yeah. sucks."
2: Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And so, is there just like a is there fear? Okay. Let's say this third person leaves. Let's say you guys agree this isn't great. They leave. Are you still happy in the relationship? I don't think so. Okay.
3: Just because I feel like it's created those like insecurities and those doubts already.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a, uh, you know, people all the time attempt to put band-aids on problems and yeah. relationships to mend them. And this sounds like an all time it's just like a, it's just like putting an infected bandaid that like is full of bacteria and diseases on a wound that's only going to make it worse.
2: I actually think <laughs> it's more it's not even I think trying to fix it it's almost like um, on his it
0: it's an excuse. No, I mean, I think but he just I think wants it's to sleep so with so other people. Like,
2: well, that's what I mean. So it's not it's more so um, maybe if you guys are both unhappy And there, you guys have known each other for so long, there's maybe a deeper emotional connection of walking away. And so it's kind of like when you're at a job and they want to get rid of you. And instead of firing you because they don't want to have to deal with all the crap that goes with it, they kind of just make life really crappy. So you quit on your own. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's fair for you to kind of stay in a situation you're not comfortable in the first place. And understanding that fear of like, well, who else will I meet? I'm gonna pose the other thing. Let's say you stay with this person and you've been together for three years. Granted, you've known each other for a long time. If you, that's such a short amount of time. Yeah. I know it feels really long, it's so short. Now imagine you're with this person for, you have kids and you're together now for 20 years. That's a very long time to be unhappy with, yeah, with a, another human that you're both mutually taking care of.
0: It's not as long as you, as it feels. And more specifically, it doesn't really even matter. Um, right. you know, comfort is definitely a, a really, if comfort is in your like top three reasons why you're in a relationship, you're probably in the wrong relationship, you know, um, comfort's nice, but like, that's just like a cherry on top thing. You know, um, it shouldn't be a driving right. force of why you're in a relationship. Um, and listen, that that first love, that person in your life, uh, it's the hardest to get over. There's either because of the comfort, because it's the, the unknown is that much more scary. You know, for someone like uh, myself, who's had a handful of relationships not work out, you know, for whatever reason, I have this kind of ability to be like, well, you know, I'll find another, you know, I've got over this, I'll get over that. Um, I didn't always feel that way. I am a creature of habit. You guys know this. I think you know this about me. Uh obviously staying active, staying in shape is important to me. And even in working out, you need to like one of the most important things to get progress is to change up what you're doing. I just found this new great workout, cross rope. Uh it's it's jumping rope. They have all dif- they have different styles of jump ropes. This is a, a big, thick, heavy one. Uh so you actually can get some really uh, nice muscle density with it. And it's just a way to change it up. Uh, jumping rope is an excellent workout. So they have these different ropes. There's an amazing app you can use. Uh, track your progress. Uh, set different goals, whether you want to get strong or get lean. Uh, I like it. I've been doing it uh, at least three days a week. And so I've incorporated jumping rope into my normal, like, working out and working out from home. Uh, running, I do some boxing. And now I'm incorporating jump rope. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and again, like, I love working outside of my home. I'm saving a lot of money not going to a gym. Uh, I love it. I'm surprised how much I benefited from jumping rope and I'm again working out different types of muscles and I couldn't recommend it more to you. Uh, You will not regret it. It's a ton of fun. Everyone's familiar with regular jump ropes, but they also have weighted ropes, which combine high intensity cardio, full body strength training. Um, It's amazing what you can do when you mix up your routine, the plyometrics of it all uh, is a fantastic workout, and I highly recommend it. So if you're ready for new cardio in a full-body home workout, visit CrossRope.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Get up to $40 off your CrossRope set plus free shipping when you check out today at com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is com slash V-I-A-L-L. Crossrope.com slash V-I-A-L-L. You've heard me say it before, people, but your skin on your body is your largest organ that you have, and everything you put on it is going into your bloodstream. So if you're going to do that, make sure you're using the highest quality products possible. Isn't that right, Chrissy?
1: That's right. The big thing about True Botanicals is that it truly nourishes your skin. And when used together with the Repair Serum, it increases skin hydration, which is something I can feel already just using it for a few weeks. It's really easy. The Radiance Oil comes with a dropper. You take a couple of drops and you put it in your hand right before you go to bed at night. And then you rub it into your face and your skin. And then you take two pumps of the serum and then you put that on top of it. And then you wake up in the morning, your skin is bright. It's all these products are lightweight and are very absorbent.
0: It's made without 5,000 known toxic ingredients. Uh, so whether you're looking for an effective anti-aging regimen, seeking a sensitive skin-safe solution, battling pregnancy hormones or struggling with uh, acne-prone skin, True Botanicals has a natural formulation that will protect and nourish your skin. Get 15% off your first purchase at TrueBotanicals.com V-I-A-L-L. That's 15% off your first purchase at TrueBotanicals.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's TrueBotanicals.com slash V-I-A-L-L. When I was 24, I definitely had a lot of fear about um, finding someone else and and my ability to move on, and I I, I doubted it at every turn, and I I stuck in in, in toxic and broken relationships based on that fear. So you're just going to have to get over it, but... The good news is you have a lot of reasons to justify your decision because, you know, kind of this kind of sounds a bit fucked up and selfish of him. And he's huge red flags going on here. Mm-hmm. Like he is, um, he doesn't seem interested in a thropple. He seems interested in having sex with someone else while you, uh, wait on the sideline for whenever and he you're wants an hour to. Away. Yeah. That's, you know, he's, Can he's. I- really manipulated this uh, situation to his benefit. My guess is you're you're wasting so much energy on this guy in this relationship uh, and it's taking all of your emotional and mental capacity to do so and it's it's doing nothing to benefit you. Mm. And imagine what you can do for yourself if that energy was allocated to something more productive.
2: And you should actually maybe thank him for doing this throttle thing because man, what a great reason to just be like, you know what, I'm out you know, if there's any resistance that you are worried about, like, if there would be any pushback, if you were like, Hey, I'm done. Like, this is kind of like Nick said, a really good, like, not just a red flag, I almost feel like it's like a nail in the coffin. Like, it's like, you didn't want to do this. Oh, well, I don't care. I'm doing it. I mean, that's kind of a pretty bold move of just inviting another person into your relationship. So I think you have a you know, almost be grateful that he did it so that you could see it now versus like holding on for another five, ten years and waiting for kind of more subtle signs.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, best of luck. Uh, hopefully this was helpful. Um, but you are gonna, you're going to be fine. You just, it's one of those things you have to give yourself some tough love and I know it's scary, but, um, doing this thing you're doing right now is is is, is going to go nowhere fast and it's going to just keep making you feel worse and it's going to add to your insecurities so you, you, it's on you now stop waiting for him to make the mm-hmm. situation better like it's it's now your responsibility to make the, your situation better yeah. all right thank you, thank you. you'll be all great all right you'll be great all right bye bye
4: thank you guys mhm how's it going it's going good how are you
0: good what's your name
4: i'm mckenzie um, and i'm 19.
0: what's up Mackenzie? how you doing
4: hi mckenzie um hi um i'm doing good so i have kind of a longer story slash question so i'm gonna go right into it um so a few weeks ago i um met a boy on tinder um he messaged me and we started talking uh we go to the same university and everything um with quarantine times, obviously we couldn't meet up right away. Uh, so we had, um, we were just talking on Snapchat and like texting and everything. Um, and then we had a few FaceTime dates that lasted all like anywhere from like two to three hours, each of them. So obviously really good conversation. Um, throughout these like FaceTime dates, he was very reassuring and how much he enjoyed talking to me. He would say things like talking to me for like three hours felt like five minutes that he, that he felt like he knew me for a long time. So a lot of like reassuring things Um, he spoke about um, things that he wanted to do with me over the summer. And then like in the fall, when we go back to university, so all very promising. Um, So then we, I ended up going on an actual date. Um, The date went really well Um, and like we kissed and everything, which is not social distancing. So I apologize, but uh, you know, (laughs) Um, so I, you're okay. I've, I'm okay. I've, I've, I have, I've
0: cheated in that regard a couple times yeah. as well.
4: So. so it's okay. And we all have survived. Um, so anyway, so we end the date. We had plans for like two days after this one date, um, mm-hmm. we end it on a really good note. He even says to me to like text him when I get home. So he knows I made it home safe. So just things like, oh, okay. This person is really into me. So then the following day, it was kind of crickets. I didn't really hear much at all from him, and I was like, "Oh no, what mm-hmm. have what has happened?" Um, so I reached out to him, but not about like me feeling that he was being distant. I just reached out to him like normal. We didn't really exchange that many messages. The next day was when our date was supposed to be, um, and I was gonna wait for him to tell. I asked me about it, not me bring it up. Um, he ended up saying that a last minute family thing came up that he couldn't go. So I was like, "Okay." That's fine, and he didn't give me an alternate date to reschedule. Um, The next day is when I guess the official ghosting, like, was official. Um, He, I was like in a last ditch effort to see what was happening. I was like, "Hey, do, in, like, instead of going somewhere, I know it's like hard with like our work schedules. Do you want to just have like a Facetime date after work?" And he said, "Yes, I'd be down. I'll let you know how my day shakes out um, after work." And I knew that that was like code for bye. I'm not. <laughs> Not gonna text you. So he didn't. We never had that FaceTime date. That is the last message he sent me. Um my Snapchat that I re- like I used to reply um to one of them that he sent me the night before is undelivered still. Um and then this is where the story takes a turn. So um I just forgot about it. It's no big deal. Things like that happen all the time. But then a few days later, he posts on his Snapchat story a video of him and a girl. Um they're on a date. Um And so then I was like, okay, well, that explains that. However, the plot thickens when a few days later after that, he posts about the same girl on Instagram with a photo of his dad. Um, I go on the girl's Instagram and see that she has also posted photos with him. um, And he has been interacting and liking her photos since before we even started talking. Um, And it actually looked like, based on the timestamps, that she was out of town the entire duration of us talking. Um, and so I guess my question to you is like, am I crazy for thinking that he kind of used me as like the other woman or, um, kind of used me to almost cheat on his girlfriend or was it a case of, he just decided he didn't like me within a few days and went to somebody else. So, I mean, I don't think you're, crazy. I, is
0: it, is it, is it, are you crazy? Yeah. That's probably what happened. Um, <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: you know, um, How old is he?
4: Uh, He is a few years older than me in school. So I'm a sophomore and he is going into his senior year.
0: Okay. So you're relatively the same age. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It sounds like a very immature, shitty thing to do. And I'm sure you don't feel good about it. And you feel manipulated and lied to and, and all these things. Uh, The good news is, is that, you weren't all that invested. I mean, I know you had the quarantine dates and the conversations and you went on one Mm -hmm. date, but it's not like you started dating this guy and you weren't intimate with him. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, uh, in these situations, I always try to suggest like, what can you learn from it? You know, what, um, looking back, I know you, you say how like all these conversations were great and he seemed nice and he was reassuring, but looking back, were there kind of inconsistencies that he had or, or things that you can kind of take from in terms of the next time a guy seems like he's doing this, you're just like, this seems like a little bit of a red flag.
4: There was a point in us talking that there was a day that he left our conversation on Delivered for 24 hours. And then when he finally, and I thought I was like, it was over at that point. That was like a, a first week of talking. I Facetime one of my friends and I was like, yeah, that's done. Um, but he said that he was just like out with his friends. And I kind of didn't believe that, but I just decided to, I guess, ignore the red flag because I've never really dated anybody before. So I didn't want to like jump the gun and be like, oh, he's not into me if he just sure. doesn't.
0: I mean, the, rea- the reality is in these situations, there's probably a bunch of information about this other girl in this other relationship. You don't know, right? Right. Could be, he's just, a scumbag who has no problem lying to you and to her. Uh, it could be maybe they're on a break. She broke up with him. She told him, I need a break. And he was like, I need to start getting back out there. And he made a sincere intent in getting to know you. Uh, didn't feel the need to tell you that he's probably heartbroken about some other girl who left him. He just wanted to focus on you. And then she popped back in because she was bored. And he's just like, Oh my God, I love you. Take me back. And just kind of conveniently. Figured you'd go away, sure, I'm not saying that's okay, and I'm not saying yeah, yeah. he like deserves a medal for it, but you know it might help explain a little bit less. I mean, so wh- I only say that because trying not to waste a lot of energy trying to figure it out and obsess mm-hmm. over it, you know yeah, you can yeah, a lot of people can do that, like what does it mean? I need to know right. I need to right. stalk her and stalk him <laughs> and find out I feel used, and I want to get to the bottom of this, like is this a guy you went on a few dates with? You know, and it ended up not right. working out, and you're you're a little, your bru- your ego's a little bruised, and it's a little right. a little hurtful, um, yeah. especially with Instagram and seeing it. You see it, it feels like a slap in the face, mm-hmm. but it's it's just uh, another example of dating being a little challenging and hard, and putting yourself out there as a risk and. But no harm, no foul, foul. You're you're okay, right? Like yeah. you're, oh, yeah. you seem fine. You know, just a little, your ego's a little bruised, and right. you felt like you were starting to trust someone who ended up being a little deceitful to you.
2: Right. And I'd also say, you know, uh, almost in a way, like you said, you didn't date before. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it can maybe even hit like maybe a little bit harder. You're like, oh come on, like I thought, yeah, this was something. Right. Yes. Um, and so then you kind of get like, what did I do? What did I do wrong? Like, I'm not good right. at this. I know that I was like a very late dater. I, terrible. Like, but the good news is, is let's just say there's this other girl the whole time. It probably has less to do about you. I mean, right. It truly yeah. probably has less to do about like you not being, I mean. you know I'm- what I mean? All the stories we tell ourselves. I Probably think it's has a safe more to do bet. with the, yeah. yeah, it's like a bat you know, like even bet. if he like, was
0: like flat out cheating on you, like right. it was never There's like left to do about you. it had nothing to do with you. yeah, I mean, the only thing that you were is like someone else uh, right. and
2: if yeah, and if anything, like you you know, if, even if I actually think this is a great first ex, ex, experience of dating. like you carried on long conversations. you shared things. It wasn't like it was like two or two or three short conversations you met. you, like, got physical and then he goes to do. It's like you went through the process of getting to know someone. I mean, as much mm-hmm. as he may be, it's honest, <laughs> but you had these like long conversations and you were mm-hmm. able to kind of like have that back and forth. So I think like it, it's actually a great first dating experience.
0: Yeah. There's a lot to be learned from it. I would agree with Maria. And the good news is you've, you caught this. So you don't have to obsess and get insecure about, right. did you say totally. something wrong or do something wrong? Yeah. He was and most likely, ne- yeah, he was oh, most you. likely never available for you to date. Right, right. You know? Yeah,
4: that's a good, that's a good point. Chalk him
2: yeah. up to, you. chalk him up to good practice. It's great practice. You yeah. were,
0: like, you were like house hunting for a house or apartment shopping and like checking it out and you fell in love with it and by, and then at the end of the day, the real estate was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, this isn't available <laughs> on sale. Like.
2: And then uh, you found out it had terrible foundations. So yeah, it ended yeah, up working out perfectly. That's a great analogy. We're, I like that. We're <laughs> good at analogies. Yeah. So that,
0: that's that's what happened. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, keep dating. Keep getting, putting yourself out there. You are very young. Uh, you you yeah. shouldn't be settling down anytime soon. This is a yeah. time in your life to truly just get experience and get to know yourself. It's really about you. And how you date and, and what you're attracted to and learning about red flags and, and, and all those things. And it's a, it's a fun time in life. And so take advantage of that. Too many people feel this pressure of uh, settling down and, and they don't yeah. learn as much, at least not, not, not enough early on.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Well, this was really helpful. Thank you guys so much. All
0: right. Take care. You're Thanks welcome. Thank
4: you. All righty. Bye. Bye. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? good what's your name amy
5: 33 years old
0: hi amy 33 how can i help
2: um
5: so yeah i've actually been you know i I think i've emailed before trying to get in contact about this um individual that i've been dating for about three and a half years um we recently broke up and just a lot of things came to light so kind of want to get some guidance on it um kind of in a tough situation right now um I think he's a narcissist, from what all my friends have been saying. Um, not exactly sure. It is something that's come new to me, um, even understanding what a narcissist is. So, um, after I emailed you, I thought about it quite a bit. I'm like, wait, is he? Is he not? Or is this just like mind games that are going on with myself? Um, so yeah, that's why I'm kind of here.
0: So, just to be clear, you're no longer in a relationship with this person. No. So. W- What's your big question? I guess what's your conundrum that you're in? because while I'm sure uh, ending a relationship sucks and there's a lot of processing you're doing, the important part is you're you're no longer dating this person. So I guess what's what's your actual problem?
5: Yeah, so, We've been dating for three and a half years. We work together, um, you know, and recently I had been going through a lot of stuff where I found out about my mom having stage four cancer and he had been some supportive, but not as supportive as I thought he should. But I feel like that's me making excuses, thinking, oh, he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know how. He's never been in a situation like this. Um, I was under a lot of stress. And about three weeks ago, I just kind of had this meltdown where I was not getting enough rest, not enough sleep, not taking care of myself. And he didn't really know how to handle that. Um, and so we thought, okay, let's just take a break. Um, I need to just take care of myself as well. And during that break, like he was still texting and seeing, Oh, Hey, how's therapy going? I know you've had a lot on your plate. And here I am thinking, Oh my God, this, he really cares. He's really trying. Um, but during that time he had texted one of my friends saying, is there any potential for us to be more than friends? Um, is there a potential for us to hang out more than friends? And this is my best friend. This isn't just anybody. Sure. Um, and I feel like he was, this is why I think he's a narcissist because he was really schemy about it. He sent it on Snapchat um, where, you know, messages do get deleted. And my friend is very smart. She has a second phone where she took a picture of it instead of taking a screenshot from that way he would have known. Um, and then a couple of days later, he reached out to her on Instagram to apologize. He was like, I'm sorry that, you know, I really value our friendship. I shouldn't have said any of those things, but it almost seemed like in the same, while he was doing that, he was also reaching out to me because I feel like if I would have texted in a nice way, that means he knows that I don't know what's going on with the friend. Um, she had already obviously told me a week later because she was so pissed off about it. She didn't know how to really tell me. And when I finally did find out and I confronted him about it, he, and by the way, he's 41, um, which, you know, the age kind of shocks me because I'm thinking all your friends are married. What are you doing? Like, and we work together. We have a lot of great mutual friends. We have a lot of, we have just a great life together. Our job is amazing. And I was just thinking to myself, what was the end game? What were you going to do? Start dating my best friend now and then tell people like, say if she did go along with it, what were you going to tell everybody? Like, yeah, I'm dating, you know, her best friend now. Um, he hasn't apologized since then. I don't know if he feels stupid. I don't know if he feels remorse. Um, we've had to obviously have interaction because of work. Um, even when I did see him face to face about a couple of days after it had happened, cause we have to go into the office. Um, you know, he tried to have small talk. He was kind of tiptoeing around me, but there was no, Hey, can we talk? I'm sorry. So I guess that's where I feel like he's such a narcissist. Cause like, I don't feel like narcissists think that they did anything wrong.
0: So, uh, all right, or, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to interrupt for a second. What? Why does it matter if he's a narcissist? I mean, that my question my is, question. Uh, yeah. what, uh, what would it feel to you whether he is or isn't? Well, cause here's what you're doing. You're do, You're looking for some sort of justification right now and which is yeah. normal in breakups. You're trying to process it. You're trying to figure out how you feel about it uh your feelings are hurt uh, he went behind your back the whole friend thing sucks it feels shitty it makes you feel I mean who knows what it makes you feel probably not good and now you're you're doing all these things to you know understand the breakup uh which i get is normal but once again it's over um so why are you spending a lot of energy trying to diagnose him uh and when you or your doctors are not you or your friends are not doctors, you know. So, exactly. what what good can come from this? I
5: guess um, he's looking for some sort of closure because I stopped to interact with this person through work.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the closure is accepting that. I mean, regardless if he's a narcissist or not, he sounds like a dick. Just, um, so you you can <laughs> you don't have to be a a narcissist to be a dick. Right. Uh, we all love to you know go on and Google. You know, what does it mean to be a narcissist or a sociopath, especially if our, our friends are dating someone we don't like and to go, see, look, you're dating a narcissist. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, he could just be an asshole. He could just be selfish. He could just be immature. You know, um,
2: Amy, are you it sounds like he's that, all like, the above? Part, it, yeah, as part of it, like. Let's just say you came on air and Nick was like, or we were like, Yeah, he sounds like a narcissist. Like, does that make you feel better about everything that happened? I mean, even if you knew it was a narcissist, that's not going to necessarily help you regulate like interactions at work or all of that stuff. So, well, is it more so,
0: my guess is, and Tell me if I'm wrong. I think we do these things right. So if he's a narcissist, then then you get to tell yourself, well,
2: he was a narcissist. He
0: was a narcissist. How would I have known? I'm not. I don't. I'm not stupid. I he duped me. Nothing I did. He's a professional narcissist. And how could like? And we do that, right? You just just to hear you talk, you're clearly just ruminating and rambling. You're like, you just need to accept that it's over uh, and deal with it. And And the fact that you work with him sucks. It's inconvenient. But instead of using the fact that you work with him as a a way to still have him in your life so that you still can try to get answers you don't feel you've gotten yet. And that's yeah. the thing you need to, to to get over this. You need to accept that it's over. And the close only closure you need is I was dating a dick and I don't want to date a dick anymore. I don't want to date someone who would go behind my back and try to hook up with my friend. Um, I deserve better than that, and that's that simple, you know I yeah. you know he fooled me like anyone can lie. He went behind your back, he got caught like listen we we end up dating shitty people all the time, but um, sometimes when we find out we dated a narcissist makes us feel a little bit better well because narcissists must be good liars, they must be good at manipulating people, so then I don't have to worry about having my guard up in my next relationship. I just have to not date a narcissist. I mean, listen, yeah. people lie, um, and that sucks, and, and there's no guarantee that you're not going to be hurt in the future, but you are spending a, just a way too much energy on this relationship that's over, um, and I, I've been there. I, I've spent months ruminating about relationships that were over, um, yes, yeah. so you need, need to say, I was dating a dick. And that's I that I'm 100% certain of and everything else doesn't really matter. Um, And then move on.
2: Yeah. And if anything, maybe like not even change your focus of attention on him, but like, you're going to interact with him at work. It's probably going to be tough. But my guess is, is the more you kind of allow yourself to just kind of take a cold shower and get over it the easier you're going to be able to just like see kind of the bullshit he probably pulls at work or communications and just like not let it affect you like that's his stuff yeah it's not yours you're not responsible for like making sure he's treating you or anyone else fairly it's really your responsibility to just mind your own side of the street and like let him continue to be a dick (laughs) and like It's not for you to worry about.
0: You need to constantly tell yourself that you do not need him to explain to you why he chose to disrespect you Mm -hmm. because it's not going to change anything. You just need to constantly tell yourself, I know I was disrespected. I deserve better. It's that simple. You don't need to explain to him nothing he says is going to make you feel better. You just have to empower yourself to know that you deserve better, and the conversation end, ends there. Because he's ne- nothing he's going to say is going to make you feel better, and for some reason we do that. We, we give these people all this power and think, well, if he just says this, I can move on. You're you're just, you're, you're continuing to give him way too much power and you need to take, Mm -hmm. again, we've said this. you need to take your power back and just say, I deserve to be treated differently. I want that. And I've wasted way too much time with this person already. And I refuse to waste any more energy on him going forward.
2: And then the next person you meet, maybe, you know, again, I'm a big fan of, it's not always easy, but like you don't have to visit like verbally say it to them but like thanking the relationship for what it taught you. So now you know if you're dating someone and red flags show up about them not having empathy or compassion when you're going through something like, you know, your mo- your mother being sick, like that's a red flag of like, okay, I've been down this road before. I'm going to, yeah. you know, call it. I'm going to, you know, call it out before it gets any worse. So right? You can learn from his narcissism or dickishness or whatever you want to call
0: it. And the the last thing I would say when you interact with him at work, treat him like a, a stranger and essentially be really polite, be really nice, but be generally indifferent. And if he says things to you like "Why are you being this way?" just act totally confused, like this, <laughs> like any other coworker. He's just he's just a guy you work with. And so, what do you do with people you work with? You're polite. You're professional. Um, yeah. And and that's the end. And you'd never indulge anything he says. And just know that no. every word that comes out of his mouth will be an attempt to get under your skin and to elicit an emotional reaction from you. Absolutely. So just just know that he's that's what he's going to try to do and get ahead of it. So you just have to just keep saying, "I know that he's doing this. He's just a stranger."
2: Yeah, positive or negative, right? Like he could still that, elicit to be matter. like, yeah, yeah.
0: It'll it would probably be a yeah. combination of both. Yeah. Um,
5: yeah, we had interaction at work, and you know, I've been very calm, collective, polite, respectful, just doing my part because I feel like that's all I have in control. But you know, it's only been a week since it's happened. This uh, today, I feel a million times better. That last week felt like a month. I guess you know, being with somebody for that long and you've had shared so much, you just think uh, like we. You even feel bad? Do you? Do you even feel bad? Do you even want to say sorry? Why haven't you said sorry yet? Yeah, and you know and, and, it,
0: it, I get that feeling, but you have to really, you know, why? I mean, listen. Does it matter if he was sorry? He called up your friend or snapped your friend <laughs> and tried to have sex. What? What was sorry going to do? Yeah. Um. You know why? Do, what? Like, what is an apology? Does does someone really need to apologize for that? I mean, it's just. I'm yeah. not interested in someone apologizing for that. I'm interested in you having the mental capacity as an adult to not ever do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and and but I you know, were hurt. I and know it's hearing really early. Him, I was gonna say, I know him saying, sorry, kind of feels like it will make it easier. Cause it makes it sound like he cares, but like at the end of the day, you waiting for that. And then even if he said, sorry, then that emotionally gives you some sort of like, well, maybe he's not that much of a dick, but he is. So like, you waiting for his emotional like recap of what you two experienced is you like Nick said, just like you're giving your power for him to like put a stamp of approval on your experience.
0: Listen. Yeah. And listen, apologies in general and in life are more or less, especially when they're verbal, just formalities. And, and you never really know if someone's truly sorry. Uh, uh, unless they're able to prove it with their actions and you're not interested or you shouldn't be yeah. giving this guy an opportunity to show that he's sorry. So like who cares a shit if he says he's sorry. It's a formality. It's a, something people say because they think they're supposed to say it, you know?
5: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's just what I've been struggling with because, you know, I am the type of person, I'm the first to apologize when I know somebody is hurting and you know, I guess he's, he's definitely not the that's, type and this is just one of those things I feel like yeah. that really broke the camel's back. There's just no, I don't. Totally. No
0: but that's something, that's something you deal with when you're in a relationship. Well, okay. I'm always feel like I'm apologizing. This is how we communicate. You have to understand that he's not, I'm not him. He's not me. But this again, relationship is over. And right now your brain is not actually accepting that you're actually thinking about this relationship if it's still existing. You need to stop empathizing with him. You need to stop like considering his point of view. It's just over.
5: Yeah, yeah. You gotta you cut the know, cord.
0: You need. Yeah,
5: I'm the one who walked away. You know, when I found out, I
2: just I talked to him for. Ten minutes.
0: That's good. Yeah. But, like, but you got to delete his
2: number. Yeah. You got to get rid of, you got to unfriend him, unsnapchat, whatever it is. You gotta you really need to stop
0: thinking about the relationship and starting to yeah. and, and, and process do. it. That's the biggest thing you need to do is like anytime you feel like you're at, like I'm glad you called. I'm glad we're talking about it now. But as soon as you hang up, that's the last time you should think about the relationship for the rest of the day. Or talk about it. Or talk about to your friends. Stop Stop calling up your friends. And and saying, "Ooh, well, what about this? I've considered this, and and stop vent. I'm sure you've already vented a lot to your friends about them. Um, you just need to stop giving them so much emotional and mental real estate. And find so, something right-
2: more positive to talk about and think yeah. about. Like it's hard, and it's like a drug. Yeah, but there's a withdrawal effect. And just like anything else, you will get better every day. Will get easier the more you cut it out." if you dabble and come back and dabble and come back, you're just going to drag it on and it's going to feel like shit the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think
5: you guys are right. And that's, that's what I've been doing. Cause I'm not dwelling on the relationship so much. I'm just like, how can somebody do this? I don't understand how somebody could be so heartless of, you know, you could have picked anybody in in town, you you chose my best friend, and I don't understand your intentions of where you thought that was going to go, because it was never going to go anywhere. So that just really confuses me. And obviously, the maturity factor, you know, he's almost 10 years older than me. And I'm thinking like, all your friends are married, you've said this is what you want, you want to settle down. You don't have a lot of friends in the city we live, it's hard to make friends here. You know, I, I don't understand
2: any of that. Amy, you're you're, Amy, you're, 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 you're still you're, you're, thinking about the relationship. Yeah. Like you're
0: you're like a broken record You right say now.
2: you're <laughs> done with it and then you're like, I'm not even thinking about him. I'm I've walked away from him, and then it takes like one, two, three seconds and it's back into the loop. I
0: guess I'm just, this list you have, you know, it doesn't his age doesn't matter. It just none of, none of it none of, matters. All the things that you said, and I don't mean to just be dismissive, are totally irrelevant to your ability to move on and accept that it's over.
5: Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. it's over because I just, can't go back to that. I would have so many trust issues that it it wouldn't even be. Easy.
0: I know, but you are again. It, I I understand that you know that it's over, but you are your you're brain still trying to is validate. Yeah. Yes, your brain is operating in a way that someone who is actually in a relationship but trying to mend it is, and that's how you're. Yeah, that's how you're, and stop thinking about it. Stop processing his intentions. Um, stop trying to. You hurt your feelings. What he, you're not him, and that's it's just over. You just truly need yeah. to stop. Oh. Yeah, I, I say this knowing that I have done this, and a lot of people <laughs> do this. But like you just, yeah, this is only you need to please yourself. And again, you have got to st- stop calling up your friends, and 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 you're gonna you're trying to figure it out. You're you're trying to solve this mess. Ma- it's over.
2: And like Amy, <laughs> if one of your friends like had the same. Situation and called you and kind of did the same thing. Like, sometimes it helps to kind of step outside and like get really sick of your story. Like, just get sick of the story. Like, the whole story of trying to figure him out what's wrong. Is he a narcissist? He did this. Why did he do it? Like, you just have to realize that, like, that is just a mental loop that you're stuck in. And breaking it's tough. But every time you feel yourself going down that road, have an activity that you do or like go outside or. Don't call a friend and talk about it. You gotta do something totally different to get off the loop. Yeah. Cause it's just a drug.
5: Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely, it definitely feels like that. Um, thank you. I mean, everything you guys said, you know, like I'm aware of that, but I guess I feel because it's only been a week, I feel stuck. I've been looking for answers. Right. I knew this person for so long it. and did not see this coming. Um, you know, I I would never do this to my to anybody if I knew they're already going through so much with their families
0: i know i i know you wouldn't you're listening you're still hurting and it's okay it it is very recent you just need to take a breath and try to stop thinking about it you really you really do do you have
2: i mean i would say even to start like i don't know if you have anything of his in your house like get rid of everything physical delete things just get him like cleanse him out of your life Mm -hmm visually so that there aren't little things that spark the mental, the mental loop's still going to happen, but you need to like scrub, scrub your life, your phone, everything of him. So you can at least try to have some moment of quietness that doesn't involve you trying to figure out, figure him out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
5: no, definitely. I mean this week I feel a lot better. I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to you guys and you know, I haven't really cried. I think I've cried twice and I just feel sh- sh- shock. Um, but yeah, the more I think about it, I'm like, there's just, there's no explanation. There's, you know, he texts saying, I I want to explain, but I just feel like there is no explanation. And.
0: Yeah. I, I wouldn't give him more. the ben- Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you're going to, it's going to take some time, but it will yeah. get, it will, it will take less time if you don't ruminate and you don't try to understand crazy and you don't try it so the length of how long this breakup is going to hurt is really entirely up to you um but uh, you know it's okay that's going to take some time and allow yourself to hurt and 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 allow yourself to process this but focus on your emotions and not his emotions
2: and what you can do right like We'll never be able to understand other people's actions or behaviors. So, all we can you're, do is take care of ourselves. You're
0: better off saying out loud, I'm hurt. I, you're better off sure. saying out loud, I feel silly. I feel foolish. I feel betrayed. These are fine things to express. Right. And it's far more productive than saying,
2: Why did they do why
0: this? Why would he do this? I wouldn't mm-hmm. do this. He's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all these things.
5: Okay. All That's right. Kind of what I've been thinking a lot. So, well, thank you guys. <laughs> Appreciate it.
0: All right. You're well, welcome, best, Amy. Best of luck.
5: Thank you. Alrighty.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Well, that's all we have for today. hope you guys enjoyed listening. We certainly appreciate you doing so. Uh, don't forget to send your questions. Ask Nick at cast with a K. Uh, once again, Maria, remind people where they can find you if they want f- more information about uh, diet and their, their digestion.
2: Uh, MariaVile.com and at MariaVileHealth on Instagram
0: and uh, yeah i think that's about it uh make sure to check us out uh tonight or tomorrow for some more goat recap i think what ben ben higgins is that the se- season we're doing maybe we'll have uh we'll bring ben back or or, or something and uh, and as well as on wednesday um always appreciate you guys listening uh until next time we'll see you tomorrow